Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hour two on this Meet Friday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. I mentioned before last hour came to a close. Could the Jets reach out to Andrew Luck since his rights are still owned by the Colts? Mike Florio has a story on that. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. Eagles hold off the Vikings 34-28. DeAndre Swift, 28 carries, 175 yards. I was curious how many times that we've had running backs who have carried the ball this many times. Seven players have had a game of 28 or more carries last year. Derrick Henry had five games where he did it, had a high of 32 carries. Saquon Barkley had two games, a high of 35. Josh Jacobs did it twice, a high of 33 carries. Travis Etienne with 28. Kenneth Walker Jr., the third, had 29. Jonathan Taylor, 31 carries. Uh, Deontay uh, Foreman had 31 carries. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. The Eagles rushed for 259 yards, most in the NFL so far this season. Since week 12 of last year, there have been seven games in which a team rushed for 250 more uh, or more yards. The Eagles have three of those. No other team has more than one. Also, they had the ball almost 40 minutes. Biggest time possession advantage in a game since week 14 of last season. And the Vikings, they uh, giveth, they taketh away, but they gaveth last night. Six fumbles lost. That's the most time, most by any team uh, in a game. Uh, Now, they've lost seven fumbles in two games. The last time that happened was uh, 2003. They can't blame this one on Kirk D. Cousins. He played well last night. He's played well the first two games of the season. But the fumbles, he got hit from behind on one of those fumbles there. But, you know, the Vikings hung in there. It was weird. The fact that they lost the home opener, I thought, you know what? They can win this game. Why? I have no idea. That's just the NFL. That they were going to keep it close. And they did. But... The Eagles having the ability to kind of change their game plan from it's not working, passing, let's just run the football. So they slowed the game down, had possession, and they were able to you know grind out another win. Now, we're, we expect the Eagles to be great. They were good last night. We expected them to be great against the Patriots. They were just good. And this brings up the, okay, They're good enough to rely on a subpar performance because their defense played really well. And they still have the best offense and defensive lines of any team, I think, in the NFL. And Jalen Hurts is getting used to another offensive coordinator. 
but they are loaded. That's a deep team. And the fact that you go, DeAndre Swift, he used to be with the Lions, changed his number. They get him for a fourth-round draft pick. And at the time when, you know, the Lions got rid of him, I'm like, why would you get rid of DeAndre Swift? They didn't want to give him any money. And then all of a sudden they draft Jameer Gibbs. But DeAndre Swift looked great last night. Eagles look good. In case you're wondering, oh, I got ahead of myself. By the way, it's a meat Friday. And if you're wondering what is on the Traeger, uh, we have pork tenderloin with apple jelly glaze, garlic mashed potatoes, balsamic Brussels sprouts with bacon. Who has it better than we do? No, no, nobody. No, nobody. Email address, dpdanpatrick.com, Twitter handle at DP Show. And uh, operator Tyler standing by. Say good morning. Watching on Peacock. Thank you. Download the app. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, our radio affiliates, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. The uh, Justin Jefferson fumble. You know, we've been talking about this for a long time. You fumble, goes into the end zone, you lose the ball, touchback. I'm thinking, the defense, did they really cause the fumble? Did the player cause the fumble? Trying to break the plane? Should I then reward the defense? He lost the ball. Um, I had a problem with that. I have a problem with that. How about just down at contact? If you fumble the ball into the end zone, all right, we bring it back to where you fumbled it. Or you want to bring it back to the 20-yard line or 25-yard line. I'm fine with that. I just We've seen athletes, and, and you have to factor in, these are great athletes trying to do something and you know, trying to get it, uh, an extra yard, trying to get a touchdown, break the plane, all of those things. But you know the whole complete the process and things like that, uh, I have a problem with that. And I don't know what the solution is because we brought this up before, and we brought it up to uh, league officials. We brought it up to the rules officials, the competition committee. Nobody seems to have uh, any kind of solution. But also, when something happens in a standalone game, that's when you might get some change. The fact that it's a Thursday night standalone game, everybody got to see that. If this was a 1 o'clock game on Sunday, it wouldn't resonate. It wouldn't have the legs. But maybe this will. Here's Kevin O'Connell, the Vikings head coach, on that fumble into the end zone. We just got to continue to emphasize decision-making, technique, and fundamentals as far as the ball carriers go. But like I said, Justin's just trying to make a play in that moment, and the hardest thing to do uh, is to you know get a guy not to reach the ball out when they're that close to scoring a touchdown in a critical moment. Okay. I mean, that's the polite way, the politically correct way to answer that instead of saying, you know, that's a stupid rule. Why don't they change that? Uh, the world of John Wick comes to a Peacock original set in the 1970s in New York. A young Winston Scott takes on the world, the world's most dangerous hotel, the Continental, from the world of John Wick. The three-part event begins streaming on September 22nd, only on Peacock. Yes, Paul? I look back, and the competition committee has looked at this rule before, and they didn't change it. It seems, if you watched social media last night, everybody is against this rule. I, I would say... 95% of the people who commented said this is a dumb rule. You get the ball, the other team gets to the 20. Yeah. If the NFL usually acquiesces to the public, why wouldn't they change it? Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, Mike Florio will have uh, an explanation. Well, well, Ronald Reagan just weighed in there. Well, 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 well mommy, there you go again. Mr. President, your thoughts on the FOMO rule? Well, Mr. <laughs> Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I would say about 5% of the people like the rule because, you know, you're almost rewarding the offense or not penalizing the offense for fumbling into the other team's end zone. But most people are, don't want it. Well, it's like the commissioner said the other day on the mothership, you know, there's a lot of players who like AstroTurf. So uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. That translation, we're doing nothing. Yeah. How many, how many like AstroTurf, commissioner? And how many don't like AstroTurf? I'll, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. How about Mark in El Paso, Texas? Hey, Mark, what's on your mind today? Hey, good morning. How are you all doing today? Great. 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 Uh, just want to say happy meet Friday, uh, 51 today. And I uh, uh, just want to say thanks. I work midnight shift, so on my way in, my way to work, 
I'm going to start my day, finish my day with you guys. So I really appreciate everything you guys do. Well, thank you, Mark, and happy birthday. Happy birthday, everybody. Mark in El Paso. Uh, Brandon in Ohio. Hi, Brandon. What's on your mind today? Hey, morning, guys. Good morning. Um, Dan, I just wanted to give you a heartfelt thanks for having Dylan on to give his parlays for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been wondering over the past couple weeks if I should start to fade his picks. Mm-hmm. And I took his uh, two leg for last night and had some bonus bets on DraftKings and decided to fade him, and it came in and won. Oh, so, congratulations, like friend. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Dylan, uh, Dylan's going to answer to his uh, three-team parlay. No, it's a four-team parlay. Uh, I don't know what his picks were last night, but uh, pretty much guaranteed to go wrong. The podcast, by the way, is available. Dan Patrick takes a gamble, and it is a, it's a great listen. It's a lot of fun. Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, and uh, Dylan. But I will say this, uh, not safe for work or others in the car, just to be careful because with Dylan and uh, Shea and Irving, never quite sure what they're going to say. Yes, Marvin. So Ray and I usually kind of figure out what we're going to play for the uh, for the clip. Could like, we oh. not find another clip <laughs> to play? We're like three for three, maybe since Ireland. We're 0 for 3. We're 0 for 3. Well, yeah, we're, we're like Dylan. We're 0 for 3. Yeah. He's like, oh, can we play this? And we started talking about what we spoke about during the podcast. We're like, no. We talk about a lot of things on the podcast. In fact, uh, I think at one point we were betting on the over-under of how long Bad Larry's going to live, and we all took the under. (laughs) He said 100. (laughs) Maybe 100? Yeah. And then Picture Day Ray said the average age that a male dies is around 77 and a half. And I said, I'd take the under with that, with Bad Larry. Bad Larry, who was 66 years of age. Oh, happy birthday, Bad Larry, by the way. Yeah, Bad Larry. Yeah, birthday was yesterday or the day before. Yeah. Uh, Buddha in San Francisco. Hi, Buddha. Thanks for holding on. What do you have for me today? Nobody. <laughs> okay. uh, DP, I just want to state, uh, when I call into the show, Dan, I take my hat and my <laughs> sunglasses off because that's what my big mama taught me. All righty. Thank, uh, thank you, Buddha. No, I don't know what Jay Norvell is doing. I mean, does he not know what Dion has done the last couple of weeks or who he is? I mean, he's like he's like the Thor of college coaches right now. And I don't know if I'd be talking all that bull junk if I was a CSU coach. And I just think that Coach Prime and his boys are going to have some special Colorado home cooking for them tomorrow. So it's going to be great to watch. So have a great weekend, boys. Thank you, Buddha. You too. Well, okay. Colorado is favored by 23 and a half. It's not like it's a pick 'em. They're supposed to win and win comfortably here. Here is Dion after hearing what Jay Norvell, the Colorado State head coach, talked about the fact that Dion doesn't take off his hat or his glasses when he meets. Did he say grown-ups? Not not adults, but he said grown-ups. So here is Dion talking to his team. I'm out of my own business watching some film, trying to get ready. Trying to get out of here and be the best coach I could be. And I look up and I read some bull junk that Dan said about us once again. Why would you want to talk about us when we don't talk about nobody? All we do is go out here, work our butts off, and do our job on Saturday. But when they give us ammunition, it was just going to be a good game. They done messed around and made it personal. It was going to be a great test, a battle of Colorado, but they done messed around and made it personal. <laughs> Uh, yes, Mar. His call and response game is A1. Yeah. Remember when he first came in, he started kicking guys out. We want guys who are what? Smart. What? <laughs> Tough. And you guys aren't what? Smart. And what else? Tough. <laughs> and, he, and he's got his hype man there, his second yeah. team hype man oh, there yeah. going, personal. And everyone goes, personal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> making sure everyone's on brand. Oh, boy. It's so good. It, 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 this is Dion. This, this is what you do. Yes, Mark. The celebrity watching is going to be Coco Golf at the U.S. Open level, I think, where it's going to be, oh, there's so-and-so, and there's so-and-so. Well, The Rock is going to go there. Uh, I, I got to there, – there's going to be like a former president eventually showing up. I mean, this is – Oprah's going to show up. <laughs> Dion! <laughs> Yeah, if they're undefeated hosting USC, it's going to be oh. it's going to be a convention. It'll be a college football convention. 
Yeah. And celebrity conventions. Yes, it will be. We should go. Oh. I bet it's easy to get five tickets right now. Yeah. I'll just go to the game, not take our show there. No, no, no. Yeah, not take our show. Let's oh. just go out. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll give that some thought here. 877-3DP-SHOW. <laughs> yeah, I just gave it some thought. Our two poll questions. Should we go to Colorado, <laughs> yeah. USA? Uh, what is uh, the poll question for hour two? <laughs> uh, I wanted to switch it over to uh, something about the touchback rule when a player fumbles through the end zone. Mm-hmm. What should happen? Should it just be left alone, or should there be something more like uh, loss of down and the ball goes to the 20? Yeah. Something along those lines, rather than just giving the ball, treating it as a touchback. I think if the defender causes the fumble, then you shouldn't get the ball back. But if... Mm. If it's Justin Jefferson trying to break the plane, you didn't do anything. The defense didn't do anything. Now I know that's supposed to be ball security. I get I get that. I just you know, sometimes when you see these guys going for that extra yard and then they fumble. I mean, it happened famously in the Cowboys Packers playoff game with Dez, which I thought was embarrassing for the NFL. Terrible. That should not have been a touchback. That he, he just going for an extra yard. The defense didn't do anything there. Yes, Paul. How about this as a rule? I like what Seaton's saying about loss of down. Maybe what if the if the player, let's say Justin Jefferson loses the ball, and he loses it right at the goal line and goes through the end zone out of bounds. The ball is placed at the five, so the defense gets a bonus because they're back five yards. It's the next down, and it, it's tougher than placing it right at the goal line. Now, if let's say Jefferson lost the ball at like the 11-yard line, and it rolled and rolled through the end zone. It's at the spot of the loss. Mm-hmm. So before the five-yard line, if it, that, that, the defense gets a little bit of a win, and they, the offense doesn't lose the ball. Well, as it is now, the defense gets a big win. Big win. So maybe split the difference. They don't lose the ball. They keep possession because the defense never... But if you cause the fumble and it goes into the end zone or mm-hmm. out of the end zone, then that should be defense ball, and you take it out to the 25. That might be a, that might be a tough one to judge mm-hmm. who caused it. But, yeah. Yeah. How about we have even more replay? That'd be <laughs> great. Yeah. What could go wrong there? Uh, Andrew in Washington. Then we'll take a break. Mike Florio will join us. Hey, Andrew. Good morning, Dan and Dennis. Happy Meat Friday. Thanks for taking my call. Um, my question was <clears throat> more or less like Devontae Smith having a big game last night and A.J. Brown. So A.J. Brown came in to be wide receiver one. Devontae Smith, former Heisman Trophy winner. Seems like he's kind of taken that on this year. And I know they got that new offensive coordinator. So I just wanted to see if you think maybe Devontae Smith is going to move into that wide receiver one spot, A.J. Brown kind of be more of a decoy almost out there because Devontae's looking great. And also, I do have a quick stat of the day. So last night, Vikings wideout Justin Jefferson had 159 yards receiving. At only 24 years old, that gives Jefferson 5,134 yards receiving for his career, which is more than any Bears receiver in team history. <laughs> and their franchise began in 1920. That's your sorry Pauly stat of the day. All righty. I like that. I heard this one last night. That was good. Here we go, Darius. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes the stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. I don't know if it'll go over well with A.J. Brown that he wouldn't be the uh, number one guy. Devontae Smith looked great with uh, four catches for 131. You did have a little uh, exchange there on the sidelines between uh, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. You know, it's just uh, frustration, competition. You know, everybody wants to contribute, things like that. All right, we'll take a break. Florio will join us. The Jets interested in a former quarterback. Could they be interested in Andrew Luck? We'll have that coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com is exactly what it says. Get you a refund. Now, they've been helping small businesses that qualify get a a business payroll tax refund through the Employee Retention Credit, also known as the ERC. If you're a small business and you have between or had between five uh, or more full-time employees, W-2 employees, 
in 2020 or 2021, you might be eligible for this tax deduction. It's a refund. It's not a loan. Bill Goodman is one of the owners of Ford and Goodman, an accounting firm in Richardson, Texas, a CPA. He didn't think his business would qualify until he spoke with Innovation Refunds. Innovation Refunds works with an independent network of tax professionals sharing information, evaluating, and then processing your claims. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to innovationrefunds.com to see if you qualify for this refund. Call 1-843-REFUNDS, 1-843-REFUNDS, or innovationrefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Oh, that's how this song is supposed to sound. Oh, I didn't sing that one. Dang. I did Private Eyes and Kiss on My List. Philadelphia's finest, Hall and Oates. Nicely done. Yeah, we're doing Philadelphia-based musicians. That's how Hall and Oates sounds. (laughs) So unnecessary. Sunday night, it'll be the Dolphins facing off against the Patriots AFC East Showdown Sunday at 7 Eastern on uh, NBC and Peacock. We'll get to more phone calls coming up. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host and contributor to Football Night in America. We were just talking about the Justin Jefferson fumble through the end zone. Where do you stand on this, and is there any chance that a standalone game moment like this could change the rule at any point? I hate the rule. It's a reflection of an outdated approach toward the sanctity of the end zone you know there was a time where an incomplete pass if it landed in the end zone resulted in a touchback for the defense that has changed now it's just unfair the idea that the defense did nothing to recover the football and if the fumble had gone out of bounds at the one millimeter line it's the offense's ball at the spot of the fumble 
But if it trickles across the front of the goal line, it suddenly is awarded to the defense first and 10 at the 20. At a minimum, put the ball at the spot of the fumble. Why do you get it at the 20? None of it makes any sense to me. And it will never change unless and until it happens in a Super Bowl at a key moment. Because, Dan, here's what will happen. After last night, we'll huff and puff about it today. And then here comes a bunch of bright, shiny objects on Sunday. And we forget about it. And then whatever happens in those games, we'll complain about it. And then Monday, bright, shiny object. And then Thursday, bright, shiny object. It takes the last game of the year with a big audience of casual fans who, when they learn of this rule, will say, what the hell is that? Well, that makes no sense. That's the kind of outcry it's going to take. Because, Dan, one thing I've learned over the years, teams that get burned by a rule like this, they don't complain all that much about it because they think the next time it's going to help us. And that's the reality with this rule. It's a 50-50 thing. Everybody who gets burned by it, well, somebody else gets helped by it. And you think over time, it's all going to even out. So we're fine with it until somebody loses a Super Bowl over it. Okay, what would be your solution? Put the ball at the spot of the fumble. Offense gets it. It should be no different than if it goes out of bounds at the one-inch line. It goes to the offense at the spot of the fumble. What has the defense done to justify possession? Again, it reflects an outdated view of some sort of sanctity of the end zone and it's enemy territory. And if you lose possession of the ball in our territory, we get the ball. I don't like it. I don't think it reflects the modern approach to offense and scoring. And it just seems unfair to award the ball to the other team when they have done nothing to recover possession of the ball. All right. You're talking about modern offenses, the quarterback sneak with the Eagles that uh, I think that was up for debate in the offseason. The big push that they're able to do that I don't know if anybody else has mastered this quite like the Eagles have, but then not many teams have an offensive line like the Eagles have. Why are they allowing this to continue? This one's bizarre to me, Dan. And I got to take you back 17 years. Prior to 2006, it was against the rules to push a runner from behind to assist him or pull the runner. Around 2006, they realized, you know what? We never throw the flag for assisting the runner. And we used to see it downfield. Guys fighting for a first down. Here comes the offensive line. Boom. And pushes him past the yellow line. They were never calling the foul, so they took it out of the rule book. And it took a generation almost for a team to look at it and say, you know what? We can like incorporate that into our offense. If you're allowed to push the runner, let's push him from the snap. And the Eagles have perfected it. There was debate in the offseason about getting rid of it. I'm surprised they didn't muster enough votes to do it because this isn't one of those rules that benefits everyone at some point. This is one that's benefiting one team that is willing to constantly put its quarterback in harm's way with this play. And eventually, maybe he gets injured during that play. But it's just ugly. It's not something that, you know, there's no drama to it. It's automatic. I think the NFL is looking for moments of greater drama and uncertainty. When they line up like that, you know they're going to convert it. No one has an answer for it. So I think it was close last year. And if it continues this year, it's It should be the last year that it's in the game. Andrew Luck retired four years ago saying he needed to, quote, remove himself from football. Well, he's back. He's on the field, and he's a coach at Palo Alto High School right across from where he played his college ball. I saw that you had an article on Pro Football Talk where could the Jets reach out to Andrew Luck and at least gauge interest? Now, is that... That would be tampering. Can So would they have to go through the Colts to then ask about Andrew Luck to get permission? Is that how it works? Yeah, they'd have to call the Colts and get permission to talk to Andrew Luck. And if they were going to desire to sign Andrew Luck and if he was willing to come back and play, they'd have to do a trade with the Colts before they acquire him. And we know that because there was a story earlier this year that in 2022, when the commanders were turning every stone looking for a quarterback and ultimately found Carson Wentz, they reached out to Andrew Luck and Jim Irsay went to Twitter and said, anybody who contacts Andrew Luck without our permission is committing a violation of the tampering rules. So we're already on notice. Now, the reality is I was told by someone last night, Dan Marino is more likely to come back at this point. than Andrew Luck. <laughs> so it's all academic. It's not going to happen. And I think the Jets are all in with Zach Wilson. They're not looking for someone to come in and supplant Wilson, at least not yet. They're looking for a backup to come in and be an understudy to Zach Wilson. They're in for now with the plan that Wilson is the guy and let's see what happens. 
We're talking to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live, co-host with Chris Simpson. Who's the backup for the Jets? This Tim week? Boyle. Okay. Right now, there's only one quarterback on the active roster. They'll bring Boyle up from the practice squad for Sunday's game. And I assume maybe next week they'll do something. They tried to sign Brett Rippon off the Rams practice squad. He decided to sign with the Rams active roster. He was with Nathaniel Hackett in Denver last year. Hackett, obviously now the Jets offensive coordinator. So that's the kind of guy they're looking for. They want to, to rally around Wilson. And why shouldn't they? I mean, I saw the guy get criticized for how he played on Monday night. They beat the Bills. He came into the worst possible situation you could imagine. Four snaps into the season. Aaron Rodgers is done. Hey, kid, grab your helmet and get your ass out there. And he went out there and he won the game. Can so, you win a Super Bowl with Zach Wilson? Can you? <laughs> yes, if your defense is, is as good as some of the members of the Jets' defense seem to think it is. If it's 2,000 Ravens, 2,002 Bucks. 85 Bears, it's almost sacrilegious to even say that, but DJ Reed said it not that long ago. And you've got Brees Hall and Alvin Cook. If you construct a game plan week in and week out that focuses on what Zach Wilson can do and, and don't expect him to do too much, don't expect him to be the hero, you could win enough games that, you know, maybe you thread a needle or two and you get lucky and you could get there and win it. I, I it's in, in this year's AFC, it, I think it takes a great quarterback to win in the playoffs. And it's going to take great quarterback play, a big throw in a big spot to win those games. And do you think Zach Wilson can do that? Well, let's fast forward to the postseason. I mean, if they get there, he presumably will build more confidence. He will get better with good experience. They win games. It becomes kind of an avalanche. So maybe he's a guy who, by the time they get to the playoffs, he can perform like the guy Everyone thought he was going to be, you know, every time there's a quarterback bust, the team gets accused of reaching. Nobody was saying Zach Wilson shouldn't have been the second overall pick in the draft. It was a given. It was Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Remember when the 49ers traded up, we knew the first two guys off the board, Lawrence, Wilson, and then the 49ers had their pick of the rest. So this wasn't some crazy outside the box thing. Wilson was regarded as the number two talent in the 2021 draft. And now he gets a reset. He gets a chance to start over and build some confidence. So by the time we get to January, if they make it, maybe he will be good enough to make that big throw. He's got the physical skills to do it. Okay. If you're the Rams or the Vikings and the Jets reached out, Matthew Stafford, that contract, you probably couldn't bring him in. Could you bring in Kirk Cousins? Uh, these are two teams that probably aren't going to be playoff bound. If they are, they're going to be on the periphery. But if you're the Jets, it's about winning a Super Bowl. You could upgrade with Stafford and or Kirk D. Cousins. Could you see that happening? Well, remember when the Vikings lost Teddy Bridgewater in late August of 2016 and they thought they had a team that could contend. They gave a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick to the Eagles for Sam Bradford. It didn't work out, but they felt compelled to do it. So if the Jets were going to go that route, the Rams are out of the question at this point, even though the Jets had Stafford as their plan B to Aaron Rodgers. Once Stafford had like a $57 million payment become guaranteed, the Rams can't trade him now because next year they would take a $55.5 million dead cap charge if they trade him now. No acceleration against the cap now, but next year, how do you put a team on the field when you got $55.5 million under Matthew Stafford's name? With Cousins, play it out a few weeks. Vikings lose to the Chargers next week, let's say. Let's say they go to Carolina and lay an egg. And then the Chiefs come to town. I mean, you get to 0-4, 0-5, 1-5, 2-6, trade deadline the Tuesday after week eight. I mean, the problem is, are you really going to be in a position to throw in the towel on the season if you're the Vikings, even if you're 1-7 through eight games? It's, it's too early. Mm -hmm. And Nick Mullins is your backup quarterback, unless they – they start talking up Jaron Hall, the rookie from BYU, and they're like, hey, he's ready to go, and we want to see what he can do, and we want to evaluate him. But I, I think for now the Jets want to make it work with Zach Wilson. Also, the Jets' first two draft picks for 2024 are tied up in this Rodgers deal. It's a conditional second-round, first-round pick. They can't trade either of those picks, even though it's only going to be the second-round pick at the end of the day. Those two picks are frozen, so they'd have to come up with some other way oh, okay. to get a Kirk Cousins or a Matthew Stafford. The most winnish game this weekend. Must winnish. You know, I, I want to say that there is no must win game week two, but that's a cop out. We got to pick one of them. I think the Bills 
are under the most pressure because I've been saying for the past few weeks, the Bills to me feel like, you know, that game Jenga, when you're about 20 moves into it and every every plank that you move, it just starts doing this. I feel like the Bills are just doing this. And it's just a matter of time before it all falls down. This whole Josh Allen thing with all these turnovers, like do they not have anyone, Dan, that, that can go to him on the sideline in the middle of a game and say, calm down, here's what we need to do. There is Here's the playbook. There is no play in here that results in 21 points with one throw of the ball. We've got to run the offense the way it's designed. You can't go out there and be a hero. I know you're frustrated that we're not beating the Jets by 30 points, even with Aaron Rodgers out. I know, but we got to run the offense. Ken Dorsey is not the guy to do it. We saw how excitable he is. Remember after the loss to the Dolphins last year and he's throwing stuff around in the booth? And Sean McDermott's running the defense this year. He's calling the plays defensively. So he can't say, hey, time out. Somebody else called the plays. I got to go talk to the quarterback and get his mind right. The problem is he tries to do too much. And we see athletes do this from time to time where they have so much faith in their abilities. They try to do more than they can. And it gets them into trouble and they get desperate and they can't get out of it. And if they lose to the Raiders, and Chris Sims picked the Raiders to beat the Bills, okay. gutsy move week two. If the Raiders beat the Bills this weekend, they got a real problem in Buffalo. Before I let you go, the uh, Deion Sanders bandwagon, two games into his Colorado career, and you already have people like Michael Irvin saying he could be successful as the next Dallas Cowboys head coach. You, I think, are on the Deion Sanders bandwagon, aren't you? Of could he be the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I would hire him to be the head coach of an NFL team if I was the owner and I was looking for a coach. Look, at the end of the day, and people say, oh, that style won't work on NFL players. Baloney. When I hear Deion Sanders speaking to his team, I'm 58 years old. I want to get up and run into the wall. Now, I won't run through the wall. I'll bounce off of it. But if it motivates me, how's it? It's going to motivate football. I mean, we all have a desire, Dan. To, to have someone reach into us and press that button that makes us go out and be great. And that's what Dion has. And when you listen to him, and I don't know if you saw the clip from a few weeks ago that the Cardinals put out there of their new coach, Jonathan Gannon. Yes. With his team. <laughs> How did you get here? Did you drive or take the bus? What the hell is that? Like Dion would work in the NFL. And I, I think that they should be clamoring now when you consider he can get it done and look at all the attention and buzz and you're going to get prime time games and you're going to be the focal point of so much attention that's what these teams want to do yeah they'd like to win but you also want to sell a lot of merch you want people to be excited you want your team to be one of the hot teams and whoever would go out and hire Deion sanders would be the hot team going into that season i i i, I think any smart owner needs to be thinking about making a move for Deion sanders right now but if you're Dion, do you want to work under Jerry Jones when you know that Jerry wants to be the coach, owner, quarterback, and general manager? Well, well, that's part of the problem. And look, Dion would have options. I don't know. I think the Cardinals are tanking now. Are they too inept to properly tank? We'll see. I think they'd like to get Caleb Williams. And if I'm Caleb Williams and Jonathan Gannon is the coach of the Cardinals, I say no thank you. If I'm Caleb Williams and they brought in Dion Sanders to be the coach of the Cardinals, I'm thinking maybe the Cardinals are figuring out what it takes to be successful in the NFL and I'll go play for them. But does Dion maybe want to go where his son is going to be the quarterback? That, that, does that he, if I asked Dion, well, I'd have to wait till USC Colorado, who is uh, going to be a better pro Caleb Williams or your son? That that's part, that's part of all the things to be determined as the, as the season <laughs> unfolds. But, but look, it's it's the biggest story in football. I was stunned last week, Dan, when I think it was BetMGM reported that there was more bets placed on the Colorado game than any of the remaining NFL games for week one. And that rarely happens. And it's usually like Michigan, Ohio State. It was Colorado, Nebraska, for crying out loud. So this guy is a magnet for attention. He's got that natural charisma. He knows how to motivate players. And I think he knows how to win. We're seeing it one week at a time. And every week there's going to be some idiot that says something that gives him low-hanging fruit he can use to motivate his players. No uh, motivation from, from this segment by you. because it, No, no, um, I'm all in. Hey, I like great stories. People ask me, what do you root for? I root for great stories. And so, it would be a great story to have Deion Sanders in, as an NFL head coach. Did you send flowers to Aaron Rodgers? I, hey, hey, I don't know if you've heard. Hard Knocks worked on me. 
I've turned around on Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Rodgers now. I like this guy who's aware that his football career is pulling into the station and he's savoring every moment. He's a sympathetic figure to me now. I feel awful for him. I was all in with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. I, I had changed my tune, so maybe I should. Maybe I should send him some flowers. This will cheer him up right here. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yes, it will. I'm sure he cares. I'm sure, I'm sure it makes him feel better. Yes. It probably makes him feel worse to think that He's actually changed my mind, but I, <laughs> I, I hope he comes back next year and I hope he plays great next year. And uh, it really is. It really is sad that it happened for the game, for him, for the Jets, for everybody. We, but we've been deprived. Whoop, there goes my microphone of what would have been a really great season. And uh, hopefully he'll be back next year. Thank you, Mike. Have a great weekend. See you, Dan. Hi, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. He's there with uh, Chris Sims Monday through Friday precedes our show. Oh, boy. Guess who has the highest average ticket price in the country for football? Have that for you coming up next. As Marvin likes to remind us, when you start with fashion, it starts from the ground up. That means it starts with your shoes, and then you accessorize after that. Can't start any other way. Thank you, Marvin. Wolf and Shepard understands that. Made and worn by athletes, uh, Rob Gronkowski, Steve Nash, Maria Sharapova, Aaron Andrews. They know it starts from the ground up. Uh, This actually started with the crossover. So you take a classic dress shoe style and then you make it comfortable. Because there are a lot of times you wear dress shoes and you go, can't wait to get these shoes off. That's not the case here. Also, the cruise line, it's the cutting edge of casual and uh, sophisticated style. Worn every day with the comfort to actually be able to do it. Designed in L.A., crafted from premium Italian leather. They look good. Actually, that leather smells good, too. The future of footwear. Never sacrifice style for comfort again, and you don't have to with Wolf and Shepard. Dive into the future of footwear. Discover what shoes were always meant to be. Wolfandshepard.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your... Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even mean? thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Podcast. Yeah, Paul. Yeah, he grew up... Uh in and around Pennsylvania, different couple different stops. He had to, went to Villanova mm. for college. Mm. How about that? All right. Colorado now has the highest average ticket price in the country at $517, overtaking Ohio State. That didn't take long. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, wonder what those tickets are going to be like for USC. You win this game. And then I don't know, they probably, they're not going to be favored at Oregon. And then they won't be favored against USC. But if they beat Oregon, beat Colorado State, I'd be curious what the line would be when USC comes to town in a couple of weeks. Uh, Gary in Santa Maria. Hi, Gary. What's on your mind today? Yeah, I just wanted to let you know, uh, you guys make my whole week uh, Monday through Friday. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, and then I was going to say, uh, Dylan, the degenerate gambler, yes. his voice sounds like he's on a diet of uh, wild turkey and non-filter camels. <laughs> Probably. Um, he wants to go into competitive eating, by the way. Dylan wants to know if he could try to get into the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. And he was serious. He said what that process is. I don't know. But he's trying to do it, and then he wants to know if, if I would help him train to be in the uh, competitive eating contest. Yes, uh, yes, Mark. Is it like getting to the Little League World Series? Like, oh, there's districts and then there's states. Like, does I don't know. Does it be the best in Connecticut? I don't know how that works. Yeah, Paul. I have a contact for George Shea, the gentleman who runs the contest. Yeah. I'm glad to reach out. I, I would bet you he would like that type of star power around. Well, I don't know if it's star power. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan. Yeah. But he did. He says, uh, I'd like to be a competitive eater. And I go, okay, good. He Kobayashi goes, left a few years yeah, ago. Like, what do you, yeah, go ahead. Did okay. Dylan tell you what you th- what he thinks he could eat most? Like what his wings? Is it, is it hot dogs? Would it be a wings contest? Would it, I, be? it doesn't matter. Uh, he can consume. Yes, Todd. You'd probably have to put some kind of video resume together to show all the different yeah, things you can eat in a short period of time. Yes, yeah. There's got to be regionals. <laughs> There's got to be. You've got to work your way up. You don't just jump in it. But I'd like to be able to help him realize his dream, if I can. Like the corn fairy tour of eating. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You Good. start out at a local, uh, you know, VFW or something. Yeah. And work your way up yeah. to Nathan's. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to jump the line. Well, he might. <laughs> it, remember when Two-A-Days was uh, auditioning for American Idol? And uh, he jumped the line a little bit. And then all of a sudden, they wanted to know if I was going to go to Philadelphia and watch two-a-days audition. And then they said, I said, no, I'm not going there. And then I think that probably hurt his chances of going to uh, Hollywood. It probably did. Dude, what's his name was such a jerk to uh, a couple of people. Uh, Keith Urban? Yeah. Keith Urban was a real jerk. Uh, that'll be a no for me. Yeah. And uh, J-Lo was a real jerk. Yeah. But I told him he should have, his song should have been Babies Got Back mm-hmm. and something like like. You should have just had fun with it. Uh, what was the song he did? Yeah, Paul. He did like uh, I think it was oh, I think it was uh, oh, the George she- uh, Ed Sheeran song. Maybe an Ed oh, Sheeran song. Crumbling Cr- like pastry. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we tried to get him to do. Um, I like big butts and cannot lie. Yeah. Yes. And I thought that would have been funny with J Lo. Make a total mockery out of it. But I think he thought that. You know, hey, I, I've got a legitimate chance to get to Hollywood. She said he sang it and she was like, oh, you made it like an upbeat, like fun <laughs> poppy song. And he said, thanks. And she goes, that's not a good thing. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, J-Lo, no. that's uh, messed up. Yeah. What the heck, yeah. man? What'd you have to do with a kid like that? Man? Yeah. 
Yes, Tom. It was like being at the USO. Thank you. <laughs> Pastry. Thank you. Yeah, very quick. Quiet, please. Yeah, when can I cut you off? Like, how, like how long are you going to sing before I say thank you? It's like, <laughs> like I think they start looking at each other. They sit back in their chairs and look yeah. at each other. They're like, I think we've had enough. Yeah. Oh, he sang his little heart out. Yeah. And then I said, uh, and then I said, don't tell us if you made it through to Hollywood. And then he came in and we had confetti ready and we had like champagne and we still shot off the uh, confetti cannon sure. and we had champagne because even if he didn't make it, we were still celebrating. Yes, Tom. But at least it wasn't like those mean Simon Cowell days where he used to say like, is this some sort of joke? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. I always liked Simon Cowell. Because he was honest, and so many people would be like, yeah, he sounded great. Uh, like, not everybody sounds great. Final hour on the way. More phone calls. More riveting conversation. Just like this. In case you're wondering, the starting lineup, it's the only lineup. It's Fritzy, it's Seton, it's Marv, it's Paulie, it's yours truly. One more item as we close out. Hour two, sleep number is here to help you. Now, you're probably saying, oh, come on. All mattresses, all beds are the same. No, they're not. Not with Sleep Number. Right now, save $400 on the new Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed plus special financing for a limited time. What are you getting with this? You get an adjustable firmness on each side. So it's two beds in one. And as I always say, every great day starts the night before. How many times have you gotten up and you go, yes? Or how many times have you gotten up and you go, no? Well, when you have Sleep Number Bed, you're going to be going, yes. My Sleep Number setting is 75 and there's so many things that they can help you with uh, the uh, firmness of the mattress just to make sure that you sleep comfortably temperature balancing uh, mattresses available ask about sleep iq technology sleep number store or sleepnumber.com patrick the official sleep and wellness partner of the national football league see store for details at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.